1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Here's the O2, and he hits it the other way, he slices it to right, and it's down and all the way to the fence. Altuve in to score. Peña in to score. Alvarez stops at third. It's a two-run double for Alex Bregman, and the Astros have a 3-0 lead. This is Durden Sprague. Dribble handoff to Grant. Swing it outside of Simon. Shake right, move left for the tie. Yes! Yes, sir! Right between the Simons with a triple. They tie the game at 96. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. And the pitch from Presley. A swing and a ground ball to third. Bregman has it. The throw to first and that'll do it. The Astros even up the World Series with a 5-0 win tonight. And four of their pitchers combined to no hit. The Philadelphia Phillies as Presley finishes off... What Christian Javier started. Dirt and Spray on 1080, The Fan.
2: All right, 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader. 1080, The Fan. Good morning. Happy Thursday. What is happening? It's the big day. Today's the big day. The big move. The big move day. Not us. No, we're still here. Everybody else. We're still here. We're still hanging on. We're Ryan still in the room closet. We're still pooping in your office, all right? <laughs> I farted 37 times in here in the last four shows. <laughs> poor Cooley. He's going to come in here that first day and just be like, what happened in here? A permanent waft <laughs> <It's> every <like laughs> time he walks in here. Like, <laughs> you guys have, like, when you're in college, when you'd walk into a house and your your shoes would immediately stick to the floor as you walked in, just from so much, like, spilt beer or crap being all over the place and messy. Oh, like the messy. wood floor stickiness. Yeah, like the old yeah. college house wood floor stickiness. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Cooley's office is going to be like that permanently. You're just going to you're never getting rid of this stench. I've become very uh, uh strict shoes off in my house, guy. Yeah, hey, I tried to. You try to. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm too lazy. Really? Like the wife wants to go that route and I'm like, "Okay, What's wrong with taking... you? So you wear your shoes in your house all over? Well, I don't have a place... Not all over the place. Okay. Like, when I'm taking the dog for a walk, I don't have a place by my front door to sit down and put my shoes on.
0: Oh, you don't have a mudroom? I
2: need—I don't have a mudroom by my front door. Mm. Well, I don't have a mudroom either. But I, I i don't like leaning over and putting my shoes on. So sometimes I'll sit in the living room and put my shoes on and then walk to the front Wait, door. You have to sit down <laughs> to put your shoes on? It's, just, it's a lot more comfortable than bending over oh. when you got to tie your shoes. You don't have the ability with your shoe situation where they're already pre-tied and you slide your foot and you just kind of like if it i'm in. wearing my extra tufts, i have the ability to do that when i'm wearing my rain booties i can, can I, I can rock these that shoes way again oh extra toughs dude these are the best man <laughs> you never rocked a pair of extra toughs you slide them right on that's the whole reason Those i wear my like doll shoes the whole reason i wear them in the winter because not only are they great against the rain i don't have to tie shoes tying shoes is awful I'm laughing at these shoes, and I can see how effective they actually are for oh, what you
0: need them to be. They're delightful. Exactly. So
2: when these are by the front that's door, that's a yeah, man who's slip, serious slip, about lawn
0: maintenance too, because you know he's wearing those in the yard. <laughs> I don't. He might
2: have knee highs for his yard. These things are kind of low cut. I do got to aerate today. Do big big aerate. It's a big aerate time. Big aerate and weed and feed day. I had a. So we've been mopping. We have real wood floors in our house. It's kind of kick ass. Yeah, wood floors are great. And uh, we've been trying to mop and keep it clean. And I had a a friend of mine. Him and his entire family came over. There's five of them, and they came over and they just walked right in out of the the wet,
0: oh, yeah. cold
2: weather and started walking all over my house and didn't take their shoes off. And I got to be honest, it really bothered me. I didn't think something like that. It never used used to like bother me, but it it really bothered me. And then yeah. we went trick or treating, and they came back for you know a ten minute little respite in. They all walked in, and they were going to do it again. And I said, I, I was like, no, no, lay, lay the foundation now. This is my house. And I said, all right, let's take our shoes off. It was really wet and muddy out there. <laughs> and I said it like in a general way, but I'm really kind of like talking about yeah. them because we take our shoes off. And my buddy's daughter, you know, God bless her, she's in her outfit. She's like, well, it's hard for me to t-. And I go, well, I don't know. I'm to uh, take your shoes off. Figure it out or you can stay I mean, outside. There's no exceptions to this rule. <laughs> I'm not letting your wet, muddy shoes all over my downstairs floor again. You got to get a sign. You need a front porch sign. I think I'm just going to start. I, I've been really honest and, and forthright with people the last, like, five, six years of my life. Like, I used to bottle things up and hold it internally. And I did that recently. And I was reminded again, <laughs> why I have not done that anymore. Take your damn shoes off. And when you walk in my yeah, house, when you come into my house. Now I, if you're not taking your shoes off, I will straight up be like, yo, shoes, shoes, get them off. And I'm trying to be more conscious of this with other people's houses of like, I'll set the standard for myself take my shoes off, and then walk around your house. So a couple of things here. One, I, signs do help. So last time we were in Hawaii, we got we like, this is kind of funny. It's not a douchey thing to do, but we bought a sign that's like, Mahalo, for m- m- uh, removing your slippers. And we put it's in front of our front door. So gotcha. you walk into our front door, that's one, the thing you see. Immediately, the statement is made. You're walking in my house, take off your shoes, okay? The other thing is, I feel like this is an awareness thing that people need to work on. If like when you guys walk in your house, you take off your shoes. Do you have like a little mud room or a little place where you put your shoes when you walk in? See that unfortunately we don't have a mud room. Okay. I think a mud room is an underrated area. Mudroom's great. But our front door, it's a you know, it's probably six feet wide. It's like my height wide. Yeah. Not a lot of space, but there's enough space to put shoes behind the door. Okay. And there's, like, a rubber mat so you can put wet shoes Is on there. Is that where you put your shoes, though, when you come inside? Yeah. So if I came yeah. over to your house, yeah. I'd open the door, close the door, and I would immediately see that you have shoes right here. Immediately. So then that's where – that's the awareness kicking in. Yeah. Like, your shoes are all off. They right. put their shoes here. Nobody's yes. walking around with their shoes on. I'm going to take my shoes off. Like, the people just need more awareness in situations like that. I feel like you shouldn't have to tell people – like, if you walk in, if I come over to your house and you're walking in the door first, you unlock it, you walk in with your shoes, I'm not going to think anything of it. I'm going to keep my shoes on. And I just run around, right? around shoes. Right, you're just walking around yeah. with your shoes. If you walk in and immediately remove your shoes, ah, mental cue, take your shoes off. Right, right. And this isn't that complicated. I, I feel like for a lot of years, though, it was cultural. The shoe thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I think, um, like, largely the joke in our house is like, hey, it's an Asian house. Take shoes off. Yeah. My dad is half Japanese. He grew up with his mom who's full Japanese. It was like the number one rule, the start of your rule list, like number one was (laughs) take them off. Take your damn shoes off in my house. (laughs) And now you go to his house, you ain't, you're you not walking around his house with no, your shoes on. Not happening. And he makes very good points of why people should not be wearing their shoes all over their house. I mean, it's gross. When you it's think disgusting. about it, it's nasty. Yeah. I mean. Who knows what you're stepping on out there. Right. And so, like, <laughs> that's always been his biggest principle. My brother, we are 25% Japanese. 25%. If you looked at me, you'd never believe I said that. Never tell. And he does the, he claims a lot of the Asian stuff. <laughs> It sometimes would drive my wife crazy. He would talk as if he is 100% Japanese. We're 25%. We're pale-ass white. We look like white people. He sees your wife. Hey, my sister, huh? Our people, let's go. But he, that is his big thing. <laughs> sure. Is like shoes off. And I, I think it's a great rule. It doesn't have to just be cultural, but I think for many years, there were cultural guidelines here. And I would say largely white people keeping shoes on in their house. And I think we're starting to move to an area where it's a white person thing. All the cultures. Well, my, my, my friends are Mexican. (laughs) So, you know, obviously they weren't, they do that at their house, I guess. Yeah. I just, it's, it is one of the, especially when you move into a newer house, like it, it has dawned on me more, like not that my old house wasn't great. And it was, it was perfect for me at the time. But my, my main priority at that house when I'm living there is not like, hey, how do I keep the floors as clean as possible? Well, but I am star- I didn't used to care about that either. I know. Now I do. Now that I got a bigger house and yeah. it's like a little bit nicer, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want mud tracks on a rug or on a, on a you know, hardwood floor. That's a bitch to clean up. It's, it is, yeah. I don't, I don't like mopping. Mopping's not fun. I don't. I already have enough dog hair all over the house Dude. that I don't need to add anything else to the mix. Don't get me started. And then you mix like a wet shoe with dog hair, and you're uh, stepping on the dog hair, and then the dog hair's wet. And then there's hair all over the bottom of your shoe. All over the place, man. That's awful. It's no good. Yeah, just take your shoes off. It's a very easy solution. It's not good at all. No. Um, now,
0: what if you have stinky feet? I mean,
2: fix that. Like, that's a controllable <laughs> issue. Wash your damn feet. Are you trying to tell us something right now, Swag? Do you have stinky feet, Swag? I have stinky feet. You have, you have no, stinky... hold on. Oh, hold on. So Really? You... Like a medical condition?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, well, one, you know how fast I walk when I walk. So even <laughs> if I've like showered in the morning, you know, and had shoes and clean socks and all that stuff, uh-huh. it does not take long. Like when my <laughs> shoes come off, if I've been out and about. I'm more nervous about that than I will. I will wipe my shoes and that sort of thing. But I am one that almost always takes my because I'm worried about stinky feet. So you leave sh- your shoes on, guy? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. So you're you're not now. Eventually, when I'm like comfy in the house, and you know, I they'll come off. But um, but and our condo's really small. The entryway is just this little narrow hallway. There is nowhere for anybody to right. put anything. So. um and it's it's laminate downstairs and there's um you know the fake linoleum in the kitchen so i'm not worried about it downstairs mm-hmm. especially because you know we do so much you know there's the little front porch area and eventually i'll get the back area so it's like i don't want people to have to inside outside shoes on shoes off all that crap
2: right right so okay so there's
0: carpet on the <laughs> stairs and upstairs if you go upstairs then yeah take your shoes off but
2: see i my my biggest gripe with the shoes on the wood floor thing, even linoleum,
0: is... It's so much easier to clean than carpet. Like carpet is like you got a different... Situation. A
2: hundred percent, you're right there. But I still hate mopping, and then I also hate like when I'm barefoot because I sleep barefoot now. I used to sleep with socks on like a psycho. That is insane. My wife and I have literally flipped. When I met her, she was always socks off bed person. As I was socks on. Be. I don't like cold feet. Who? What? But I I like being able to cuddle in my blanket, so I take my socks off now. It feels great. <laughs> I hate when I walk downstairs on my hardwood, <laughs> and you can feel the gross, the filth. You can feel it, even yeah. if you vacuum and you mop eventually it's right to the point where you need to do it again, and you can feel it, and you lift your foot up, uh, and so there's you, some dog hair, and then there's some crumbs, and then there's, like, some <laughs> tracked-in stuff from somebody wearing their shoes. I hate that feeling on well, I've my have Well, I've
0: got slides for in the house.
2: Okay, so you've got in... You're, you're Mr. Rogers. You've got in-house shoes. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is a pretty important thing at getting older. I got in-house shoes, too. I don't wear them all the time. Sure. But when I remember to wear them, delightful. But I hate when I see people with their slippers... They bring them outside, take the garbage out. It's like yeah. you just eliminated the reason of the indoor shoe. I don't wear them outside. Now, Swag, can I ask you this? Because if you came to my house, so you're saying if you came to my house right after today's show and you walked right in, you say your feet would already stink? I would be concerned about it. You, you need to go consult a doctor and you need to start putting <laughs> foot powder in your shoes if you have that kind of a problem. That's, that sounds like a medical issue. Have you ever just tried like putting like a dryer sheet in your shoes? Just to sweeten up the smell a that little bit. That's awful. Just sit, I mean, put it at the bottom of the foot. You're not going to feel
0: it. Well, try that. Like, maybe. how bad? What, what are we talking here? Like, how this must no, be awful. No, it's not. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm more conscious <laughs> about that than.
2: Is that a new show bet? You got to smell Swag's feet? And oh, you my lose a bet? oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Whoever doesn't cover the Civil War, oh. you got to whiff those bad boys up oh for my three God. hours. Is it worse with socks or without socks?
0: Where What, what is it for Oh, it would be way worse without socks. Oh, man.
2: See, my 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 daughter, she would hate that I'm outing her on this. She also has stinky feet. Uh-oh. And what we do if we smell them, because it's a soury smell. Yeah. It's awful. It's pungent. It's very pungent. Weems the nostrils. We did this to her when she was four. I looked at her. She was on the couch. Her shoes were off. Her socks were off. And I was like, what is that smell? And all of a sudden, I looked over, and I saw her feet. And I I lean over, and I, I sniff her foot. And I go, take your ass upstairs and go wash your feet. She was four. I think it traumatized her. But we tell her, wash your feet. If your feet stink, go wash your feet. Yeah, go clean them off. Do you not do this, Weigar? Do you not go to the tub real quick and put your foot in and put some soap
0: on it and then walk away? No, not not right when I get home. No.
2: Wow. I mean, I nice. wash was like my a-
0: feet thoroughly when I'm showering every day. Okay, because but- some people don't wash their,
2: their no, legs. No, no, no. Yeah. The soap just... No, go feet, down the leg. go what? up on the
0: ledge of the tub, and Triple yeah, down we get economics? in there. Triple
2: down economics in the shower—that's a real thing for America. That, well, it doesn't work in the economy, and it doesn't work in the shower because so they let's think work on that. the soap hits your foot <laughs> and then it goes off. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Clean. The feet
0: feet need a little oh, extra work. Okay. So yeah, I've,
2: I've looked this up on Healthline, and uh, you do not have foot cancer. Although most times when you look something up online, you find out you have cancer. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you have bramadosis. Have you ever been diagnosed with this? Swag? Uh No. I, okay. I, well, it's do. It's a very common medical condition, okay. or it's also known as just smelly feet, yeah. yes. and it's due to a buildup of sweat, which results in bacteria growth on the skin, and the bacteria causes bad odors. So okay. it's like an in-between of athlete's foot and regular foot. My, yeah. my yes. sister-in-law has Yeah, I
0: don't this. have athlete's foot. But... Yeah,
2: I mean, this is normal. Oh. I, I have people in my family who have stinky feet. But take your shoes off in my house. It's okay. saying to uh, keep your feet clean. Use mild soap, and scrub brush to wash your feet at least once a day. Yeah. Best time to do it is in your morning or evening shower. So it yep. sounds like you're doing that. Yeah. You got to clip your toenails often so they're ah, short. Yeah. Making sure they're yep. clean. Uh, remove hard dead skin from your foot with a foot file. Yep. You got to you got to scrape that bad boy off. Yeah. Calluses on your feet. Not too bad. Okay. Just
0: the heel, maybe. We'll
2: scrub it up. Change your socks once a day. Have two pairs of shoes with you uh, for all, to alternate wearing every other day. I
0: try to alternate shoes. Okay. Yeah.
2: And uh, you got to find socks that absorb moisture rather than keep it on your feet. Uh, what socks are you buying? Can I ask you that question? I just change socks, and I'll tell you. This. I've
0: got, like, usually, you know, if I go to, like, the Nike employee store or Adidas employee store or whatever, I'll just, you know, whatever's. Are you
2: buying the big bundle? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a secret that neither one of those companies would want me to tell you. Of course not. <laughs> uh, stop buying those socks. Okay. Those socks are the cheapest of cheap socks you can possibly buy. I, I countered this problem for many years. I buy those bundles. I'm like, oh, great, I got nine socks, nine pairs of socks. I'm good. And then I get holes in them after two months. And the reason is is because I exercise pretty regularly, yeah. and I'm sure you do too. Those ho- those socks are susceptible for holes. Yeah, you you create bad moisture in your feet with those socks, and so while not ideal in this economy, <laughs> I would advise you to spend more on the thicker socks. So, like if you look, yeah, at my the best right ones now, I got
0: are the Adidas ones.
2: You got to wear the thicker socks. Yep. They cost a little more, but I'm telling you, they're they're substantially better for your foot condition. Also, I don't think your foot would stink if you took your socks, your shoes off because you still have socks on. Yeah, if they're that thick, you'd think it'd keep the smell in. Yeah, it, it would maybe stink a little bit if you got close to it. But I don't think you should be self-conscious if you're at somebody's house and you have thick socks on because it largely won't smell. Now, you take your socks off. That's a different story. See you later. It's going to smell. But keep your socks on. I think you're Okay says you can also use a cotton ball and use rubbing alcohol and rub it on your foot every night. I've seen that procedure done. Or you can make your own foot soak using Listerine or vinegar. Can I give you another underrated treatment here, Swigard? It's good for the flu time season as well. Take a dabble. I mean, I'm talking like a fingerprint worth. of Vicks. Rub it on the bottom of your foot. So it's good for you to help prevent any viruses that you may get. This is a long belief tradition. It also makes your foot kind of smell good. Ooh. Little Vicks on the bottom. Ooh. Rub that thing in. There you go. All righty. I have learned at an older age, the two things I will never go cheap on again. I mean, there's a lot of things I won't go cheap on. Socks and underwear. Socks and underwear. Like the older you get, you used to just grab whatever underwear you get for Christmas and whatever socks you get for Christmas, and that's kind of what you want. Old Navy boxers yeah. for $5. What cool. the hell? And then you get a comfortable, good pair of underwear, uh. and there's no going back. I love a good comfortable underwear That's and socks. That's amazing. All right, man. All right. we got to get moving. Yeah, you're right. We got to right. get moving. Your feet are smelling. Uh, we'll move on from that. From sour feet. You learn something new every day. <laughs> Do I, I? didn't know how you could hear how self conscious he was. I, yeah, about that I mean, too. I, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Everybody well, deals with it. We got a lot to get to today. The daily ticker is going to go to eight thirty because Heather Denich is going to join us from ESPN. She's going to join us at eight thirty, and then Ken Barkley at eight a.m. A lot to discuss. Dirt and Sprague. Happy Thursday on the fan.
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: A listener says, you guys have a mudroom or a shoe room in your house. You're making too much money. (laughs) Like, I I have the ability to do this. when I, I usually go in and out of the garage for this reason because we got a little area with a bench and places to put our shoes and a little shoe rack, and it's just easier. It's easier to come and go through the garage than it is the front door. My garage has been taken over by my cat, unfortunately, because my dog, (laughs) we took him through training, and we have an electric shock collar, but he still hates our cat, and it's... Hey, it's a rivalry as old as time, man. You yeah, throw know. the records out the window when the dogs and the cats get together. It's not great i, I think Swigard may have picked up on this can i uh can I share something in the trust tree? We'll get to our pack sure. picks against the spread here in just a second. I woke up very jealous. I don't like to always admit jealousy. i don't <laughs> I used to be a very jealous child, and i'd- bo- i'd bottle that up. You know what I mean I'd see like, somebody have like a great moment in sports. and I'd get really jealous of them or you're Carson Wentz, it's okay. I yeah, a little bit. Like i I had a friend that I was like, hey, I'm as good looking as him, and then he'd get a smoking hot girlfriend. I'm like, God, maybe I'm not. Yeah, you're really ugly. <laughs> Very jealous person by nature. Now I haven't been this for a long time, but I, yeah. I discovered last night late, I'm getting some show prep done, and and I realized that I'm really jealous. And I can't believe I'm here, but I'm I'm being honest with you guys about this. I'm actually really jealous. And a little bit upset, but mainly just jealous (laughs) that we don't get to do the new studio today. (laughs) That the new studio is done, but it's done exactly for the noon to three show in primetime. And I'm happy for those guys. It's not a jealousy of them. It's a jealousy that it's like, I feel like our show has been just left behind. (laughs) And it's the stupidest thing to think. And McGinley would roll his eyes and want to slap me in the face for saying this publicly. Of course he would. But I, I I don't know how to quanti- – like, Swag, before the show, I didn't mean to give him any attitude, but it probably came across that way. He's like, hey, uh, you guys have time to stick around after the show? And, and I was like, for what? And he was like, well, to look at the new studio with the engineers. And I almost wanted to respond, F off. <laughs> but I was like, no. Why? <laughs> Let the to 3 show do it. Like, Let them come in early. I don't know why I have this feeling, <laughs> but I'm just being, like, honest with you. I have a lot of jealousy that this isn't starting – until noon it wasn't ready for all the shows to debut it was only ready for two shows and so like again i'm happy for those shows and i know dusty's probably gonna miss it because i think dusty's still out with his i think he's back now he was out yesterday was he his non-covid covid COVID protocols that our company somehow weirdly has they said he would have to wear a mask if he was in the he's building. He's tested negative like five times. It's I, I the know. stupidest thing that we're doing here. That's why he's choosing to, he has chosen to stay at home so he doesn't have to do the show in a mask from the studio. And I know, you know, Football Friday, hey, debut Football Friday in the new studio, but like, it, it won't feel the same to me because two yeah. shows had already done the show. It's already I'm, been broken in. I'm, I'm jealous right now. I'm, like, legitimately bummed. I'm jealous. I'm a little pissed. I thought we were going to be the ones to pop the cherry. I'm not going to lie. I did, lie. too. I was going to take a photo with you guys. I'm like, hey, we were the first one. <laughs> yeah. Now, today, it's going to be, and look, I'm happy for him, but, like, in the same way. <laughs> we're the afterthought. Well, the, the the trivia answer will be Danny Meringue all alone. <laughs> Who broke in the new yeah, fan studio, Danny point. Meringue all alone? And I'm happy for Danny Meringue. This is not. Damn a- it, Danny! Damn it, Danny! <laughs> Look, I think mainly
0: it's a. Uh, and this feels
2: good to Look, get this I'm off glad, my chest. Off I'm glad. I'm glad
0: for once through all this nonsense we're not the damn guinea pigs.
2: That was the only thought that I had was if if, if we had to break in that thing at six o'clock in the morning. To that's be, the other piece. Either today or on like Monday, they was supposed to be on Monday morning. I was terrified of doing that. We've already had enough shows knocked off the air. We've had enough volume issues. One mic's too high. One mic's too low. Can't hear a phone. This is a problem. Like, yeah. We have had all sorts of issues that always get dialed in by the time noon gets here. You know Why? I love our engineers. They work their asses off. They have done so many things above and beyond. There's not one here, though, at 6 o'clock in the morning. There's not one here till almost 10. So we have like, an issue, we have to call them on the phone. And I thought, wait a minute. If we got to go in there, the only reason we're not in there is because they didn't want to come in, I think, at 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah,
0: because we had we had Hot Corner last night, so right. we weren't done doing shows in this setup until 10 o'clock.
2: Exactly. And then they'd so, have to turn around and be here first thing in the yeah. morning. like. Just for the off chance something goes wrong, I look. I agree with your overall rant. Don't get me wrong. Would Do you I mu- have the same feeling? Would I much rather be in a brand new studio this morning instead of sitting in a ten by ten? One hundred percent. But 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 tell me this, like Swag. I hear your point, and and it's been awful. We've experienced a lot of technical issues. Our listeners. I mean, I can't believe we still have any listeners at all. Given I know. Everything at some that's point, gone.
0: we just. We, yeah. we
2: owe them a gift basket. Like, we owe them a, owe Gio them gift a basket at big We owe them like an open bar Party somewhere. Party somewhere. I mean, yes. something, right? Like, give them a free drink ticket at our next fan golf Classic. I don't know what it is, but they're, they deserve a big thank you. That being said, like, if you're opening, let's say we would have been able to get in the new studio today, and we're the first ones. I'm with you on the guinea pig stuff, but when you start a new studio – I hate to say this because they have been so overworked. There should be an engineer at the debut of the new show in the new and studio. And that's why they're doing it noon to three, so one can be here. Because they don't want to wake up at the butt-ass crack of dawn. Damn. And I, again, I, I sympathize with it, but I'm also just being human by telling you, I am jealous, and I don't care if I get made fun of for this. There is a natural jealousy of like, hey, you guys get to do it one more time in the crappiest setup ever, and then the other two shows are just – Walked their way into because the, the studio is beautiful. It's awesome. It's it's a it's soundproof. It's you can. It's weirdly to describe this, but you can like hear the silence. Yes, I don't know how else to describe it than that. And there's TVs and the mics and like everything looks badass. And I'm sitting here where <laughs> Ryan Cooley is going to fire a sales exec in nine <laughs> months, doing it like in a makeshift setup. Yeah, and it I was just getting turf, man. We can start I, placing bets. <laughs> Watch out, Joe. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. But I'm jealous. I'm jealous today that those two shows get to do it, and we're sitting here in a broom closet like, hey, you guys get to do it. It's leftovers. It's, you know, it's, it's um, I don't know. Hey, I'm right there with you, brother. I bet that felt good. Sometimes, if I tell this to my wife, I needed sometimes. to get that off my yeah. chest. I was yeah. bottling that anger. I think Swag could feel my energy of not being yeah. overly positive. Just let it unload, man. I tell that to my wife every day when she's driving home because there's something that pisses her off during the day, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'm on speakerphone. Let it fly. <laughs> what was it? Let it fly. Take 10 minutes on your drive home, start screaming about Stephanie or Delilah or whoever the hell else in your clinic that you you're pissing <laughs> you off today. Let it shoot from the hip. You had a bad customer? I'm here, baby. Let it fly. I appreciate any uh, jealousy stories people have. Last time you were jealous was when. I think that could be a fun trust tree
0: that we could share with <laughs> uh, the listeners. I hadn't had that feeling in a long time. That's okay. It'd been a while. We're going to put a smile on your face later. We got fun with audio. <laughs> We do have some fun we with audio. Do we do.
2: Uh, but let's get to our Pac 12 picks against the spread. What our records are. We got a Pac 12 game uh, tomorrow night. I'm super excited about it. I'm spraying the line on it. Ooh. And so uh, let's get to Pac 12 picks against the spread next.
3: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: All right, a lot to get to today. I have a qu I have something to say that we can maybe talk about later. I mean, it's wild to say this out loud, but if I told you at the start of football season, Week 9, Rams at Bucks, it's going to be an awful game. I don't know how many people are like, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, I have no desire to watch that game, and I really want to gamble the under on it. I'm, I'm coming to find that I lo- I'm more interested in watching the good-bad teams play than the bad teams we thought would be good play like i told you the atlanta falcons are more entertaining than the tampa bay buccaneers the chicago bears right are now, more yeah, entertaining. yeah i think they're more entertaining than the the rams are boring dude yeah they're not very good and cooper cups out the often the, the, the both uh teams have the same problems they don't have an offensive line and the good. quarterbacks can't move they're trees man it's not good all right let's get to our pack 12 picks against the spread we do it every thursday <laughs> for our 6.30 segment. Dirt, uh, what are our uh, records? Uh, uh. Uh, another, good, another good weekend for Sprague. I don't know why you're not going up to a and man. Doesn't make any sense. 4-1. One. one You are now 42-22-1 on the season. You're 20 Jeez. games over 500. Oh, my God. With four games to
0: go. Road four games. trip. Oh, Let's weeks. go. Yeah, why?
2: Go up every week. You're 4-1. You hit on Colorado, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington State. Your only loss was USC. I couldn't believe I hit the Colorado <laughs> game. I don't know why I did that game. Yeah, was that just, was a... Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then kind of game. And you and I both lucked out on Washington State. I think if Cam Rising plays based on the way that game played out, I don't think Washington State covers that spread. Ifs hey, and buts. Ifs and uh, That's the buts. way it works. Cool. Swag, you and I went 2 and 3. Right. Uh, you hit on Oregon and UCLA, and I hit on Oregon and Washington State. So uh, swag is now 29, 35 and 1, and yeah. I'm the opposite of that, 35, 29 and 1. All right, we got no bye games, so we got six games to get to today. Uh, let's start with this one. Arizona at Utah. 430 kick, Pac-12 network. Utah, 17 and a half point favorite. <sighs> I guess this is an easy call. Bro. Is Cam Rising playing? I don't know. We They lied to us last time. I don't believe anything they say. I don't believe you anymore, Kyle. I'm, taking, easy. I'm, I'm taking Arizona. Yeah, Give me the th- points. Yeah, take yeah, the
0: points. Take those points. That's
2: a lot of points. Utah's I mean, Arizona's defense.
0: not good. No, but they can. They almost beat USC. Like they, they an up and, and down teams. Uh, but
2: Arizona's an up and down team. They play Oregon <laughs> games and then they play USC games. <laughs> Are we sure about that? No. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, a lot I'll of take points, those though. points. That I'll is a them. lot of points. I'm ter- if Cam Rising's back, I-, I could easily see Utah covering that spread. But the question mark at quarterback, you take Arizona. Uh, yeah, I'll take the points as well. So we're all on Arizona plus 17 and God. a half. Yeah. Yeah. Utah's a lot. Go bet Utah. It's probably going to be 42 to 17 or something. Uh, all right. So moment for that game. Washington State at Stanford. Washington State going down to the farm looking to win their fifth game. 12:30 30 kick, Pac-12 Network, Washington State, four-and-a-half point favorites. I don't like this at all. I hate this game. I hate this line. I don't think Washington State is the team that I thought they were. After watching them against Oregon, I thought not only is that going to be a feisty team, but that's a decent offense that's kind of fine on a rhythm. Their offense has just been awful since then. I don't know if they've scored over 20 points in any game. Oregon State shut them down. USC shut them down. Uh, they got shut down last week by Utah. They played a backup quarterback, and they couldn't muster a drive just to get them a win. I I don't trust Washington State right now. I also don't trust Stanford, but you're going to give me a team with points in this game?
0: I'm going to take the points. Give me Stanford. Stanford screwed me all damn year. So (laughs) the tree is suspended. I love it. Screw the tree. I'll take the Cougs on the uh, road to get right. I will also take the points,
2: plus four and a half, Stanford. I love a good gambling grudge. Somebody, Somebody screws you over. You know what? Hey. I bet against you the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, I think we all current, don't we all have a current gambling got. Oh, I got, my, I got uh-huh. like seven of them. <laughs> Mine's Jacksonville. Where do I even begin? Trevor Lawrence can piss off. <laughs> Not gambling on the Jags the rest of the year. Go away. Uh, Oregon at Colorado. 1230 kick. ESPN. A lot of 1230 kicks. Uh, What's it up to? It it's- is at 31 and a half. God, that's a lot
0: of points. <laughs> laying the points, <laughs> laying the points, Doug. laying the points.
2: Oregon is uh, Oregon is covered in uh, outside the George game obviously they did not cover. Since then the only one they have not covered was Washington State. And they only didn't cover against Washington State cuz Washington State scored a touchdown with yeah,
0: like 2 seconds garbage, left. Garbage they that
2: was a bad beat. That was a bad beat. Bad it would have been a bad beat for either way. It was yeah. a bad beat back and forth, but they have been a covering machine. I'm going to say Colorado's not just
0: not going to score I'll against the this. Guys. I'll say this.
2: I'll say it. Well, I don't agree but, with
0: that. Hmm.
2: I I go back to the Oregon State-Colorado game. They only scored nine. But if you go watch that game, they've kind of turned into this pass-happy team moving the ball through the air since they fired uh, uh, Carl Durrell. I think they're going to randomly get to, like, 20 here, and we're going to go, What? But I think Oregon's going to get to sixty, and uh, Colorado's awful. Yeah, so. I think
0: I think the Ducks are at least getting to fifty, so I'll I'll lay those points and bite my nails.
2: Let me, uh, can we talk this out for a second? Sure. There is a scenario where they they win by thirty, and nobody's upset by that outcome. No, and they. they Colorado don't Colorado covers that number. Oh, I'm in mean, back door. Oregon. The, like, g- the, give, me these, give me a score. What do you see when you picture the score? Uh, I see this being fifty-five to seventeen. I mean, that's not very You're far away. You're away. one touchdown away
0: from yeah. Colorado. The fear back. here,
2: and I brought this set up earlier in the week. If, whenever you bet Oregon, the only fear on some of these bigger spreads is they will unload the bench in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm thinking and right And they now. have given up the vast majority of their touchdowns over the last, not the vast majority, but a good chunk of their touchdowns they've given up over the last seven weeks or whatever on this winning streak have come in the fourth quarter when Oregon's been up by three touchdowns. There is no style points at stake here, so winning 60-7 to seven does nothing for Oregon. Yeah. I'm going to flip my pick, I think. I, I okay. think I'm going to take the bus just because I think Oregon is going to win big. And I'll have nothing to complain about and nobody should if they win by 31, but if they win by 31 Yeah, this I mean, it's this a big spread, man. That's a lot of points. Yeah, this could
0: be points. 45 to 3 at the end of the third quarter.
2: And then they put in their, their back Yeah, oh, you get two touchdowns from Colorado yeah, and you yeah, get there a there you spread. Yeah, there you go. I the only reason why I'm still leaning Oregon, I just don't think Colorado can stop Oregon. No, I don't even. Like, I, I don't score, think they can stop their uh, backups on, either. Uh, They'll on just run. Ground. But and I, I'm with you 100. But when does Oregon say we're just running every play because we don't care to score anymore? Yeah, probably third that, quarter. Yeah, it might be the third quarter. Like yeah. it might be that game. I'll take the plus 31 and a half. Okay. I I might be an idiot come Monday. Um, UCLA at Arizona State. Pacto explain this to me. Spread. Explain this line to me. 6:30 kick. FS1 UCLA. In the desert, and UCLA is 11 point favorites. Look, you see, uh, Arizona State's playing better football since they fired Herm Edwards, which, did you see the news yesterday? He's heading back to the mothership, and the of course he is. least surprising thing of all time. Let's reward a, a mediocre bad football coach. I mean, they just kicked the absolute S out of Stanford this weekend. Like, that game was over yep. six minutes into the game. I took Stanford. I'm an idiot. I knew immediately in the first quarter no chance in hell Stanford's covering this red. How is this line only 11? Arizona State's defense is horrendous. They just gave up twenty something points. To I don't know. Colorado. The only
0: thing I can think is you, UCL Some somebody's looking at road splits for UCLA. They okay. haven't they haven't played a ton of road games. Obviously, they, they got up their road mauled schedule. at uh, at Austin.
2: That's true, yeah. The, I think that was their – yeah, the only other road game they played was at Colorado. They won 45-17. Arizona State's offense has been better post-term. It I think, has. I their think offense was moving that. the ball for sure. Uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm laying, just like, uh, how does UCLA not win I, this game by two touchdowns? Yeah, this this is I – don't, I, I don't see oh, it. not no, a dirt two-touchdown I'm doing guarantee. a two-touchdown yeah. guarantee.
1: <laughs> if, if, I two to, if
2: I were driving up to A&A, <laughs> this would be the one of the first college games, I bet, which means <laughs> Arizona State's for sure going to
0: cover well, now. Well, if the final
2: score is' I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, if the final score is like 37-21, I'm going to scratch. My head and go, why didn't yeah. UCLA blow them out? But even then, 37 21 is still covering winning the number. S- yeah, you're covering the number.
2: What do you think Vegas is telling you to do here? Take Arizona State <laughs> in the points or UCLA? Oh, what do you think they're Vegas telling is telling me you. to take Arizona State? Yeah, they're I begging you to take this ASU. This is fishy. I think they're telling you to take ASU as well, and I'll take UCLA. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm using my logic here. UCLA is a good team. They are a very good Their team. Their offense is one of the best in the country. I, they're so good in, indeed. If they take care of USC in their rivalry game, I think we're going to get what I thought would happen in the Oregon. I think we get a field goal game in the Pac-12 title if Oregon gets to the oh, title game as well. On a neutral side, yeah. for sure. That game would be a lot closer. It a lot are different. you on UCLA two Swag? Sorry. Yes, I okay. am. All right. 7.30 kick, ESPN, Cal at, at USC. USC, Oregon State, Pac-12 Network, Cal at USC, ESPN. Okay. 21.5 point favorite the Trojans are.
0: I'm taking Cal. I am, too.
2: I've, U, U, USC's had a struggle bus covering some of these bigger numbers. They didn't cover against ASU. They didn't cover last. We all took them last week like, oh, no brander. They're going to cover against Arizona. And that was a tight game late. Cal's not very good, but I do think their front seven and their defense can be feisty at times, and they can cause you some problems. You give me 21 and a half, back door, I'll take it. Give me Cal, too. Is Cal benched plumber kid? Or are they starting that other kid they put in for the Oregon game? No clue. No clue? Uh, I'll take USC. That's a weird line. I'll bite. I'll say they win by 24. I don't think Cal's very good. This will probably be the week that USC puts it all together. They, they're they're kind of one of those teams, right? They barely win or they blow out. It's kind of what you feel you get. It
0: really comes down to if Cal doesn't turn it over. Sure. That Those are the games when USC gets turnovers, they end up yeah, blowing you
2: out. I think they're happy to be home, too. Uh, final game, it's actually tomorrow. I saved it because I think it's the best game at the conference this weekend. Oh, easily. Oregon State, number 23 in all of the land going to Seattle against the Washington Huskies. 730 kick ESPN two. Washington, four and a half point favorites with a lot of rain and maybe some strong wind guys. Don't worry guys. Here's I already wrote down your tier. picks
4: because
2: I know where you're going. Uh, and I'm going to join you. You're giving me four and a half. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing that Oregon state's got approved to me here is that they can travel. They have not been... And this you can say this This isn't just an Oregon State thing. This is a college football-wide thing. But a lot of teams are not the same when they're on the road, when they're at home. And Oregon State has had some not-as-stellar performances at Fresno State, at Stanford, uh, at Utah that stand out this season. So you got to go up to a tough environment. I expect that place is going to be rocking because Washington's kind of got it figured out here the last couple of weeks again. And they're still technically alive in the Pac-12 championship race. I mean, it's an extreme uphill for both teams, but they're both technically alive. This is... Essentially, an eliminator game. I think Oregon State, though. You're giving me four and a half with that defense and those conditions, and how bad Washington's defense is. I don't know if OSC wins, but I think they can cover that number. I think we got a close game on our hands,
0: and I'm taking the Beavs. Oh, I'm taking the Beavs in this. It's it's got all the elements. I might even look at the money line, see what uh, what that's going. On. I I think the Beavs are primed to make another statement this uh, tomorrow night. Do you remember the last time Oregon State won in Seattle?
2: Oh God. It wasn't in the COVID year. They got hosed by the uh yeah, the bad official ruling. Spot. Prior to that they were terrible, so I highly doubt it was before that. I remember they lost with the uh, Cody Baz and Shawn Mannion team. God, how I mean, is there more one more recent or do we gotta go that far back? Uh, you're you're going farther back than that. There was a win up there more recently, huh? No, no, no. I meant Oh, you have to go further back. Than Cody Baz. I have no clue then. 2008. 2008. Was that the 0-12 Husky team? No, that was after. No, that was the year after. They won 34-13 in Seattle. They actually had a nice little run there in 06, 05, and 04. They went three straight years to Seattle somehow. Actually, they went four and five years. That's weird. The Huskies. done, And the Beavers beat them all three of those times. That was probably the peak of Oregon State football in the last 15 years and the absolute seller of Washington football over the last 15, 20 years. Yes, it was. I I will take those points, though. Uh, give me those all day plus four and a half. I love that. Uh, Alright, there you go. Pack 12 picks against the spread. We do it every Thursday at 6.30. Alright, uh, coming up next, Should We Care? Let's play that game. Should We Care? That's next on The Fan. So the Blazers came up short last night, but they made it interesting at the end. Down 17 with eight to go. They tied the game, but they just couldn't take the lead. Ant went off. Shane Sharp had his worst game as a rookie. Um, we'll maybe get to that at some point today. We've got a report out of uh, the College Sports World about one program that's being highly coveted right now, and I find it very interesting. And so we'll get to that as well. I, I, I ask you guys this question. I feel like I know what your answer is going to be, but I I'm wondering if I'm more in line with the rest of the country or if I'm in the minority here. The Philadelphia Phillies were no hit in a World Series game last night. It was a collective no hit by the Houston Astros. That happened. I kind of feel like i'm in the majority who saw five nothing and no hits and was like "Mm, i'm gonna watch something else because it's just sometimes in baseball you get to those points and it's the world series i can already feel dirt's anger uh, bubbling (laughs) bubbling right now but i i'm asking like should we care about a collective no hitter in the world series yes yes yeah (laughs) yeah i think so that's i mean it's a combined no hitter so it's not a real no hitter but yes you should care
0: Isn't it like, by definition it, a real Well, here's the no-hitter. thing. No, I mean, it's, it's only it's, it's, it's only the second it's, it's more, more of a concern History. for Philadelphia, I think, is like wow. Why is it a concern?
2: They just had a bad night. And Christian Javier was Chris, unbelievable. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was. Unbel- and that, I did not see that. And Nola was great, and then the wheels just fell off for them in the fifth uh, inning. He
0: well, was, he was getting himself out of jams most of the night. Sure, but he was
2: still, I mean, four uh, shutout innings, four – I mean, I, I thought he threw the ball really well. And then famous the famous jamsworth, huh? He was, he, was, he was having his jamsworth night. <laughs> um, I, look, was it, was it a deal? Yes. How big of a deal? That's up for people to debate.
0: Well, considering it's only ever happened one other time in World Series history, and that was in nineteen fifty I mean, don't give me the
2: combined no-hitter thing, though, Swag. You know they're not the same. They don't feel the same. When a Dodger pitcher throws a no-hitter and the Dodgers get a combined no-hitter, they're not the same.
0: But, you know it. Yeah, there's a different... But there's not
2: even close. It doesn't even yeah. feel If Christian Javier threw a no-hitter last night, hell yes, That's that would a huge be in deal. Yeah. one of the biggest stories of the last six months. and Like, that is insane. Were you mad that he didn't... He was at like warm. 98 pitches through six innings. And you're not doing them though. No, in a because World game, yeah, in a World Series,
0: that. you're like it was just a bummer like that. That yeah. kind of sucks that he's got. It's that It's like high okay, pitch count. we got to make sure he doesn't run out of gas because you can't afford to go down three-one. So
2: I mean, I'm not poo-pooing the entire thing. I I but I did. I mean, I'm with you when it went to five nothing, and then the Phillies didn't score in the bottom of the fifth. It got to like the sixth or seventh inning. It was right around seven o'clock. I, I took the big screen to the Blazers and yep. put the little screen to the baseball game. And I kept an eye on it. Let's see if they get a hit. Let's see if the Phillies do anything. They couldn't do either of those. And then you watch the rest of the game, and you're like, oh, my God. It kind of dawns on – it didn't dawn on me. Eighth till like, inning, yeah. I'm like,
0: wow, are they really going to get no hit?
2: <laughs> they don't have a hit. The only thought that I had out of, out of that game, too, because there has been uh, people who have reported – I think even Ross Tucker had this because he's a Philly guy – that it is cheaper for Philly fans to fly to Houston and go to a World Series game than the tickets than are, it is yeah, for them to go yeah. to a game in Philly. Yep. So imagine you're, you're pulling your resources. You're finding some buddies. You're like, let's yep. go to a World Series game.
0: You drop five grand.
2: You drop a ton of money, and you're like, should we go to game three or game four? Uh, let's go to game four. Ga- let's, let's, let's go game four. And you decide to go to game four instead of game three. And you passed up a chance to watch your team mash five home runs and win in a shutout to only watch your team get no hit in a World Series game. That was my only thought last night I was like, God, could you imagine you spent that much money to go to a World Series game and you see your team get no hit? I was, uh, I was thinking about this because, you know, I love basketball. And I thought, collectively, the NBA's been here too. It sucks when, you're, when one of your favorite sports has a standalone championship moment. And you, you just want people to... Care the way that they care about you know anything in football. Yeah, and the two games that have been standalone for the World Series have been seven nothing and five nothing with no hits on one side. Not great. They've both been entertaining for different reasons for certain parts of it, right? Like a no hitter, five home runs; those are entertaining, but they're not close games. And you're you're going to lose the majority of your audience when it's not a when it's not a close. Hell, you even kind of lose me. I mean, it's seven nothing in game three. I'm not watching the last three innings of that thing. Keep an eye on it see if the Astros put a dent in the scoreboard at all and give me a reason to turn it back on. Um, but th- it was the same thing last night. I hope tonight is a different scenario. The series could use – game one was incredible. They need a good game with some runs. Yes, game you know? one was exactly that. It was 6-5, yep. extra – inning, like that was a great baseball game. Game two, Astros jumped on them early. You never really had a doubt. Game three, it was Phillies. And then game four last night. It was, it was competitive and compelling until they dropped five in the fifth inning. Give me a give me a 7-6, to six, back and forth, a couple of big home runs. Yeah. We need that in this World Series. I'm with you there. I, we definitely need it. Uh, but last night, we got a collective no-hit. The Astros go for the second no-hitter in World Series history. Here's a good question from a listener Yeah, uh, for the combined and the individual thing. So when an, individu- an individual hits for the cycle, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So this would be the, like would it be the equivalent of playing four different left fielders and one guy gets a home run, one guy gets a double, one guy gets a single, one guy gets a triple, a combined cycle? It feels like it's a little bigger than a collective <laughs> cycle hit, but it's not very far away. It's it's not the same. I think same Jeff Passan said the the combined no hitter is the boneless wing to the bone in wing. Yeah, mm. like it's 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 I'll tasty. Put you back on that. It's tasty. You yeah. eat it. You're like, all right, it's a boneless wing. Boneless wing is better than that comp. <laughs> The boneless, we we like to trash the boneless wing. We all like a boneless
0: wing, but it's not as good as a bone-in. This is a different spin on it. When a pitcher, when a single pitcher throws a nine-inning no-hitter, it's about his dominance. Yes. I sat, I watched live, the Mariners use six pitchers to no-hit the Dodgers however many years I was there at Safeco. And it's more about the ineptitude of the team that gets no-hit at that point not the dominance of an entire pitching yeah, staff. Yeah. The story becomes, oh, my God, you're just, you are just can't do anything.
2: Couldn't hit five different guys. Yeah. You just struggled at the plate. That's all you did. They did. They had an off night, yeah. to say the least. Schwarber, uh, Schwarber was asked how it felt. And he's like, who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, that's just, the way you got to do it. it. I mean, it would, whether you lose a World Series game by one or by 87 runs or you get no hit or get 30 hits, yeah. it doesn't matter. You lost the game. The series is tied 2-2. Two to two. And this is, I mean, you, you, if you're Philly, you don't want to put yourself in a spot where you've got to go win six and seven in Houston. No, you, you for can sure get don't. one of them, yeah. but to have to get both of them, it's, it's a big one for them tonight. And uh, vice versa, how about Verlander on the mound again tonight? That storyline's fascinating to lot me. A lot of pressure on him for this one. 0 6 in his career in the World Series. He gave up a five run, they built him a five nothing lead. He blew it in game one. It's a big reason why this series is as close as it was or is. Uh, He's he's got to show up tonight. He should send uh, Kershaw a thank you card for taking all of the choking labels away from him because he largely has not been talked about the way that we talked about Clayton for so many years in the postseason. Yep. And so we'll see if he can finally win his first World Series game. All right, loaded second hour. There's a lot to discuss, and we'll do it. Hour number two on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.